We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 57 of Married Millennials. I had a glorious weekend. I mean, truly glorious. I didn't do anything on Saturday. I had the kind of day where you wake up in your pajamas, you take a shower, and you put those pajamas right back on. It was beautiful. Must be nice. It was. Must be nice. I am in the middle of an 11 consecutive work weekend stretch. 11 consecutive weekends. Yes, you heard that correctly. So You're I did just not in have, the middle? Well, I'm, I'm next week, this coming weekend is my final my final weekend. Okay, so you're in work. the home stretch. So I'm in the home stretch. Yeah. I'm in the home stretch. I've been Sports saying the, analogy. I've been saying in the middle for so long that I just feel like <laughs> it's the middle. Yeah. Eleven consecutive weekends. And no, for those of you guys wondering, like, oh, do you get off days during the week? No. This yeah. is just a continuous You've just been working. Days and days and days and days of work. So Mother's Day will be my first official off day, but I'm still going to be doing something. Obviously. So I haven't had a day off in a long time people come into the office and say jay vacation do you understand that word <laughs> like, you just like you're about to fall asleep <sighs> it's gonna come it's it's gonna come at some point but the home stretch is here so at least i'm i know i'm actually excited. i'm really excited too because i feel like we could do you work the weekend oh no because we're going okay never mind never <laughs> <laughs> you're over here having a <laughs> A moment in your head trying to say, okay, what does your schedule look like? Yeah. I said next week, this but coming weekend. You have weekend's some the weekends last. in June, too, right? I only have one. Oh, okay. You only have one in June. It gets quiet towards the summer, surprisingly. This spring was just nuts. We added a lot of things at work as far as events go, and I think everybody is taxed. But I'm the only one that had the crazy stretch. Yeah. You, because I overextend myself way too much. Every time. Every single time. I want to go on a summer vacation. We, we have to go somewhere. We're going to go somewhere. We, we, we made a pact that we would celebrate our anniversary with a trip every single year. Yeah. So it may not be a glorious trip, but we are definitely it's leaving. It's going to be glorious. Yeah, but we are definitely <laughs> going to leave this house and yeah. we are going to go on a vacation. Yeah. Every year. An actual vacation. Yes. I'm, so I'm going we, to stick to that. We said that there's a difference between what, like a, a vacation. Lake a vacation and a trip. And a trip. So do things. you want to take a trip this year or you want to take a vacation? I think I want to take another vacation. <laughs> You're tired? Uh, yeah, I think I want another vacation. Uh, I wanted a trip. We can do a trip, though. And, and my whole thing with but the trip. But when we go with your family, it'll probably be a that trip. That is going to be a trip. Okay. That and that's like early next year. Yeah, that'll definitely be a trip. Explore. My brother will be there. He's not going to just sit up and relax. So that, that'll that be good. But yeah. I, I, I want another vacation. You want a vacation? I do. If anyone has – so the d- difference between a vacation and a trip is a vacation, you kind of – you're lazy, you're laying around, you're enjoying your hotel amenities, and you don't <laughs> really leave your hotel slash resort. Correct. And a trip is when you go and you explore, you see the sights, you get a feel for the town or city or wherever you are. And and that's so that's the, the distinguishing difference between the two. Last year, we took a vacation and a trip. Yes, we did. I think actually that's a good mix. But the kind of trip that I want to take, I want to go to Europe. Yeah, that trip is not happening. It's a right pricey now. trip. But I was trying to squeeze it in before kids, I think is where my urgency is coming from. But you never know. It still may happen. It still may happen. But it's just with your work schedule. Oh, things are going to change. 
Yeah. So don't even worry about it. Okay. Things are gonna <laughs> You're going to fix it next yeah. year. Things are going to yeah. change. Yeah. So that, that's the thing is like I have two months where I feel like, okay, it could probably happen around this time. Other than that, I mean, really think about it. From January to now, you've been out of commission. Yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a big chunk of the year because I decided I think March is a great time to take a trip. Yeah, because I, nothing I is all that expensive. You're far out enough from college and f- or sorry, from college, from, college. <laughs> from Christmas. I don't know where that came from. And you're not too close to summer. Prices are decent. Weather, depending on where you go, is okay. You know, you're approaching spring. I, it's a good time to go somewhere. You know, we just didn't do a good job of planning out our financial situation for this trip. I thought for these trips or vacations, I thought I was doing a better job with our budgeting as far as travel goes but i missed the boat on this one and then we had to book some tickets to atlanta for a friend's wedding and i was like wait this is not right <laughs> so then i have to go back and, and adjust and, and my whole thing is is call me a snob is when i go on trips or vacations i want to do it the right way yeah i am not a believer in going on a trip or you don't want to somewhere you've never been and you may not visit again for another five years, ten years, how, however long it may be, to just skid by. Okay, oh, I'm going to stay in a hostel or I'm going to squeeze into this. Like, no, I want to enjoy the trip. If, I, if I'm going to go to explore the city, I want to be able to pay for a nice show. I want to be able to pay for a nice dinner. I want to stay at a decent hotel. I'm not. It doesn't have to be a five-star hotel. Hell, it doesn't have to be a four-star hotel. But three and a half. <laughs> but just something that's comfortable and nice. And if we want to go see these different attractions, I'm not looking at Joy and that, hey, we can't afford this. You need to pick between seeing the, going to the top of the Eiffel Tower or having dinner. Like, I, I don't want to have have that but experience. But I would pick the top of the Eiffel Tower. You can uh, have dinner anywhere. Of co- I mean, of course you would, but I'm just saying is I want to go I with the I get what you're saying, but also we could die tomorrow. So like, okay. That's, that's okay. the you other can, side of it. You things. can die every day. I know. And you can't use that extreme generalization as like we can't die tomorrow. I think well, you correct. should use that extreme generalization for most things. You should, but I also would argue that you should prepare a little bit better. To do things. Right. But if you haven't prepared and you still have the opportunity to do something, but maybe not with the, you know, grandeur that you want to do it with. Then I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's you too, like with shows and I get it. But one of my favorite experiences to this day was when I I was in New York and I I was a little younger. I, I mean, I'm a lot younger. I was a teenager, probably 14, 15. And I got a student ticket to see Chicago, but it was standing room only. So I stood there for like two and a half hours and watched Chicago. And it was still one of my favorite experiences. I was in the back of the venue standing. I paid $15 and I really enjoyed the show. And have you seen Chicago again? No, I want to. So you haven't seen, how long ago was that? Uh, tw- 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. So 12 years. And you still haven't seen Chicago. If I go to an event <laughs> and it's going to be a 12 years time minimum, maybe even longer till I see it again, why would I not spend the extra $100, $200 to go experience it the right way? But I didn't have the 100 or 200 So I'm saying with your school of thinking, I would not have seen the show and it would be 12 years later and I still would not have seen it. Whereas I've seen the show. I like the show. I'll go back one day, but I enjoyed my experience. I had a great experience. But your experience in the standing room only section is different than your experience when you're sitting a few I'm rows sure back. I'm sure it is, but it was wonderful just the same. It was 
was a live show. I liked the story. I had a good time. I'm not in for it. Just like we went to the Beyonce concert. Yeah, I'm sure the people who were sitting in the way back. Okay, enjoyed, now that was amazing. <laughs> I'm sure they enjoyed their experience too. But when we were sitting five rows back from the stage, watching Beyonce sweat, I was like, "This is the gr- this is the show." I do. Agree. I'm now a little spoiled with the concert situation, but only because a concert, I do. I feel different about camp concerts Stop. than I do about Stop. these. No, really, think about it. So Chicago is probably not going anywhere for a while, just like Wicked or like you know these long running Broadway shows. But Beyonce is going to retire one day. Like straight up, that's not happening. One you, day. but you, when we were first started talking about these tickets, you were just trying to say, "Let's just go." No. I don't do that. All right. And I have, if I see another Beyonce concert again, great. But I'm not in a rush to ever go see no, Beyonce live again. again. That was Because fine. I saw her up close and personal. I paid the extra money. And it's going to last me a lifetime. I'm good. <laughs> I like, think- th- if you think about the way we spend money, money comes, money goes. We spend money on countless of items that we can never get back. We're not connected to an experience. Just throwing money out there. That's the way our society is built. If I can just spend a couple extra hundred dollars in this one moment in time, it will last forever. Just like our friend's mom. They, his, his dad took his mom to see a Luther Vandross concert. Oh, my God. You always ring this up. Yeah. He, and, and she was so excited just to be in the building. And they were sitting all the way in the back. Little did she know that he had got her front row tickets to see Luther Vandross. So they got into the building. He said, oh, you know what? Let's go walk around here. And next thing you know, they walk all the way to the front. And to this day, that was probably 25, (laughs) 30 years ago. That little bit of extra money that he spent has lasted him 25-plus years. He's going to forever win. All right. Forever win. So why not do it? I, I do, why not? The thing is, I do agree with you, too. I just think there's there's something to be gained from both sides of the coin. I'm not trying to gain from the other uh, side, damn <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm sure. But the thing is, like, we end up not doing things. That's not true. That is true. What's the last thing we did? I don't know. Exactly. We haven't planned to do anything. You haven't brought something up. Don't because blame you've my. Because you been gone. Okay, but don't blame. So me not being here is different than us not experiencing something because I want to do it a certain way. All right. Well, listen. We need some suggestions on where to go. <laughs> so if you guys have any suggestions on where we can go, vacation spots, and have it. Yeah, but I'm open to some. How about this? A hybrid trip slash vacation situation. Like maybe we go hard the first two days and then the last three we just chill. I'm 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 kind of open. Okay. I just love the water. I like to just look at the ocean and sit there and just be with a book and not think. Oh gosh. I mean, yeah, that's Take my life all back. the time. But also we live in California. We really could do that. That is very true. But it's different when you get away. It is. It's a different kind of water. You, Hawaii was amazing. Yeah. I've never had a job vacation like that. That was <laughs> we need to do that again. See, exactly. Maybe we'll go to Mexico. Fun fact. No, we've already been to Mexico. Let's go somewhere else. Mexico messed up my skin. Like I've had, I keep getting these rashes all over my body, which sounds suspect. I am aware. But I mean, (laughs) and I was told it was like some kind of, not dermatitis. What is it? Uh, Some kind of dermatitis. Whatever. It's just like this reoccurring situation that happens when you're exposed to very moist environments. But anyway, I've been having issues since our honeymoon, which was August, or no, August slash September of 2015. And I've, I mean, had countless creams, tried different things, gone to the dermatologist. You know what has worked for me in the end? Lavender essential oil. Gone. No issues. 
no issues. Stopped using it, issues again. <laughs> Reintroduce it, so hopefully I won't have issues. But I'm like, did this go away? So if you ever next to Joy and she smells like roses and flower petals, now you know why. Or lavender? Is that what, yes. Lavender is an actual flower. Lavender. <laughs> That's what I smell like. She got in the bed the first time she started using it. I was like, what, what is this? <laughs> Oh, I got my essential oils. I did. I went on, I essential oils. Now oil she's been on an essential oil binge forever. I love them. I got to put my essential oils They in. have so many uses. I And I will say this. I was having sinus issues. True. This is a true story. I was having sinus issues. That, and you know how you can kind of taste your sinuses? You're like, uh-oh. And people around the office were getting sinus infections. I said, you know what? Let me go and take a eucalyptus bath. Did it? No sinus issues. No sinus issues. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't think they're end-all, be-all, cure-all, but they definitely can assist you along the way. I just think that there are easier ways to do things that we are not privy to. Joy is becoming that lady. <laughs> I'm so into wellness right yeah, now, you guys. You know, the, I'm so into we wellness. We all have that one family member who's just all natural to the earth be, just we are one with. Joy yeah. is becoming becoming that woman. You are. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just funny. When I think back of the one family member of my family who was like that, and everyone used to look at me, oh, there she go again. You are going to be You have you that person that. in your family? You're going to be that person. How do they turn out? They're fine. Okay. Everyone just looks at them like, mm-hmm. okay. just smile and nod. But listen, she's probably over there healthy and living her life and happy. She is. Yeah. And while everyone else is not. So exactly. <laughs> no That's hate, but. I'm trying to nip these problems in the bud before they become an actual problem. You're just going to be the subject of dinner time tables at the family. Oh, here goes someone. So thinking <laughs> that she was better, happening already. Thinking better than, she's better than everybody else. I'm not saying I'm better. Bringing her own plate of food to Thanksgiving. Bringing her own <laughs> this. Well, nobody brings vegan <laughs> stuff to Thanksgiving. So you got to do what you got to do. I did bring my own plate of food to a party that we went to. Yes, you did. But listen, you spent the night vomiting. I did. And in a cold sweat and shaking. And haven't eaten meat since. <laughs> yeah, and I was completely fine. So... Who's the high maintenance one? I'm not even high maintenance one, but who's crazy now? You're still the high maintenance one. Don't play me. You just your, your decision. Your body straight up rejected food. You made a smarter decision in the end than I did. Right. But I also came directly from a plane. Did you came from care. the house? Did you pack any food for me? No. Okay, so you're just selfish. <laughs> oh my gosh, you didn't want me to pack food for you. It doesn't matter. I can. She's trying to blame this on me. I literally came. I landed at LAX. Took an Uber to the party. Suitcase and all. Would you have you eaten came food if I brought it for you? Be honest. Would you have eaten the food if I brought it for you? Probably. Really? I probably would have indulged a little bit. But would you have eaten the other food too? Possibly. Exactly. But so it didn't okay. matter. So you, you can't try to blame me. No, because when I You didn't know look you. out for me. <laughs> you didn't look out for me. All right. That's fair. That's, I mean, it's not, but it kind of is. I understand what you're saying because you didn't have the opportunity. But also there are other ways. You could have gone to get something vegan or, you know, you could have, you but you didn't. So I'm not going to take the full blame for it. I'll take a quarter of the blame. Fair enough. Last week, I had the opportunity to be featured on a podcast as a guest, which was new for me and exciting. Um, it's called Brown Girls Rising. My episode doesn't launch until June, but I had a good time. It was interesting being the subject of, and I guess we haven't been able to, uh, we have some guest interviews coming your way probably um, within the next month. Uh, and even before this, we had a radio show where we interviewed people. It was just very interesting to be on the other side of that. I absolutely love being on the other side of interviews. I like it and I don't. So this is the thing. I'm 
Justin is very quick on his feet. You, you know, when people ask you something, you're yes. very good at processing the information and spewing a good answer. Whereas I'm more like, okay, this answer is, or this question is coming. <laughs> I need to have a good answer. And then, you know, the question comes and the answer comes out and I go, oh, that was like a C plus. And like, then I'm sitting there thinking about the answer I just gave. So you're and, not listening so to the next question. But I'm still trying to listen. I, and I'm crap at multitasking, apparently. I thought I was a little better yeah, than I am. Yeah, you give me all the shade for not being <laughs> multitasking. Yeah, so I don't know. It just feels like you're in the hot seat. And, and the thing is, I say a lot of outlandish things most of the time. That's just, <laughs> that's kind of. Your personality. Yes. This my, my my filter is almost non-existent, and I'm working on developing one. But it's just when you're on somebody else's platform, you worry because you're like, how is that going to be received? I I don't know. I hope I think I did a good. <laughs> I, I think I did a good job. No, but it was fun. It was very conversational. Uh, she made me feel as relaxed as I could possibly be, and I did enjoy it. I want to do more of those. You'll you'll get there. You'll yeah. get the opportunity. You just got to work on it. And my my whole thing with being on the other side of the interview is it's just nice that you're going to answer questions that I get to truly share my opinion in an open, honest way, right. and I don't have to sit here and prepare and think and plan. And Like when you come to this show, every single weekend before we record – we have a brainstorming session. Well, what are we going to talk about? What what topic? When you go into an interview, you're just yeah, open. Yeah, there's sh- no, I sh- there's I no show, work. I show up, and yes, you're debriefed on what kind of questions they may ask. But again, it's like, okay, no big deal. Right. And you just sit in the chair. You get to relax. You don't have to edit it. Someone else is doing that. The work is all them. You just got to show up. You know how amazing that is to just show up. I mean, it is and nice. execute. Yeah, I I'm just the type of person who you know how like you have an argument or whatever you get into a to a tiff or just a debate, right? And then you say all the points, and then later when you're in the shower, you're like, and furthermore, like <laughs> you just and you have all these ideas later. That's me. So since the interview, I've been like. I should have said this too. Oh, I should have mentioned this. Oh, I should have clarified that. That always happens. Hindsight's yeah. twenty twenty. Yeah. You're never gonna get. You're never gonna right. conquer. But that also feat. too, when it's not your own. So this is our own platform, and and you know, you guys know us. So if I say something ridiculous here, it's like well, okay, I kind I'm used of to it. yes, like I know what joy meant by that. But if you say something ridiculous on somebody else's platform, it's like oh. they're gonna look at you like mm, you have problems. right. Like there's just no defending yourself. So I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. Well, just come on. You got to get your polish game up, baby. Get your polish game up. But, you know, I don't really want to be polished. That's the thing is I don't really have a desire to be. I do want to just be myself. I just – and it's not even like, oh, I hope they like me. It's not that either. It's just like getting comfortable with being vulnerable on a public platform that is not yours. Yeah, Yes, I agree with you're not trying to be polished, but you have to – be smooth around just, the edges. Just you are so like I'm it's, good. At it's it. ridiculous. How I just turn it on and off. Yes, <laughs> we. He was introduced to somebody, and I just watched him. He said he's like, oh yes, blah blah blah, blah. like stood up, shaking hands. Like, I'm like, who <laughs> are you? Like, we were, you know, probably just talking about farts. Like, it's just. I, I, we all have the ability to code switch, yes, but it's just the that was like, that's a defense mechanism of being black in America. You have to, you have to code switch, right. or you're never going to survive immediately, right? And I do, I code switch. And keep in mind, I was in a t-shirt and jogger sweats, right? Literally super chill, but she yeah. comes out and but you know what, drills you me with some heat, and I was like, okay, well, if you're going to drill me with some heat, let me come back at you with a a fire answer, right? So don't get it twisted, right? That's all it is. You just got to, you got to, you got to be able to do it. I, I can be reckless, but I can also suit and boot and hey talk with the best of them hey how are you just like that woman (laughs) 
for her senior yearbook quote. Oh my <laughs> she, gosh. Said, Anything is possible when you sound Caucasian on, on the, the phone. phone. I fell out. That was hilarious. Fun story though. I do think that my so my freshman year uh, of college, I'm when I met my room, one of my roommates. I could see her face because on the phone, I don't think – now you probably can tell a little bit more. Yeah, verdict's still out. I don't think you can. Yeah. The thing is, if if I can tell you're a black person on the phone, I I reveal that I'm another black person on the phone. Gotcha. But if you cannot tell – if I, you know, if I hear – because actually, I can even hear when it's a black person who's code switching. Can you? I can I can just tell when it's a black person. Yeah, you just you know you know like like recognizes like even in voice. Uh, your cadence, your yeah. just and little I, words. I do believe that every culture has that. So anyway, but my freshman year, I was on the phone talking to this roommate, and I saw it in her face when I met her. She was kind of confused, like oh, because my my name is Joy Ashley. I mean, there's just not anything there that reveals, you know. They're just not. Yeah. And says, so for, hey, I'm black. Yes. And so for, you know, Joy Ashley, and I'm talking the way I talk, and she saw me, and she was like, ah, you're Joy. You know, it was kind of that thing. Yeah, I she am was, Joy. And, and in no way was it a bad thing, but it's just, it's funny to me that you can't, uh, but I agree with that. <laughs> Anything is possible. It is. You just say, oh, yeah, how are you? Talking, and then you walk in, and like, oh, okay, I didn't expect you. Yes, yes, you did. And yeah. then it's funny for me. I think you can tell when I'm black when I talk on the phone. I, I can 100% tell. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but there's times when you, know, you try to turn it on. But I think when people get alarmed is when I walk in being 6'4", they're just like, yeah. oh, like, I didn't expect this big person to walk into the office. Yeah. That happens with my brother, though. When he got hired at the current company he's at, he had a phone interview. And he was talking and talking, and they invited a man for an interview. And when he walked in, like, he was a 6'5 <laughs> yeah. black guy. They were yes. dumb confused. Like, huh? Didn't get that at all. Yeah, He on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. Love my brother. Yeah. He's, yeah, you would never know. Yeah. He's very racially ambiguous on the phone. Yeah. I just answer the phone. If I don't know your number and I have to pick Justin's up the phone, so I answer it with so much He's anger. like, hello. Like, like you have disrespected him by dialing his number. But now I have something new. Right. I just answer the phone and I don't say anything. <laughs> and I wait for them to say something. And then if they say a sales pitch, I just hang up. So that's what I do. I used to get mad. Hello? Um, so click. As soon as you start with a with a sales pitch, I'm not interested. I know that's rude, but I don't care. You would just hang up on them? 100%. You know what? I let those people down easy because they have a hard job. And I know that like, they're – and I do believe in – here's my hippy-dippy energy exchange, right? And so I feel like if I could be the one person who let them down easy at least, that doesn't mean you have to have a, a full conversation. It's just like, hey, you know, I – I know you. You. This is your job, but I'm really not interested. <laughs> and can you please take my phone number off of? My I phone? have asked multiple mm-hmm. times, and they keep calling. Justin, me. the way your face is scrunched right now, I know you didn't ask nicely. Here's the thing: if you're not kind to them and you don't ask nicely, they're 100 percent leaving your number on there. But then the one time I call, no answer, and then they just hang up. It's like, what do you got? Why are you calling me? And you're talking about the energy exchange where you're disrupting my energy flow <laughs> as I am working. And then I you're know, obnoxiously calling me. But it is me. literally how they are paying their bills. So it's like. Yeah. I don't like it. I, yeah. You can have qualms with the company they work for. But just realize that, recognize that they're a representative. I do understand that those calls are annoying. Don't get me wrong. I 100% do. But like just exercise a tiny bit of patience and kindness. Or just don't answer your phone when you don't recognize the number. No, I don't answer the Which phone. Which I can't do that either because I'm way too curious about who that could potentially be. 
Yeah, I just I don't like it. I'm and then and then you don't leave a voicemail. That's just even more irritating. If yeah, you call me from I'm a number really I don't curious. know. What are you curious about? Just stop calling me. I don't want to talk to you. I, Drives I don't know. me nuts. I, maybe I'll try to work on. I don't better. like surprise phone calls either, though. So but I, I, I don't the, know what that is. But the good news is, I'm in the middle of my three weeks of being patient and doing better and being more kind. So maybe the, the phone will get there in about week week forty eight. <laughs> week forty eight. But on week three, I'm I'm not I'm not there yet for. For the telemarketers. I'm digging your kindness at home. I'm like really, I'm loving it so much. And I we just were talking this morning. The house is pretty clean. It is. Shockingly enough. I mean, it it's not like immaculate. But it's. Oh, it's significantly better. But it's fine. Yeah. And I told Justin. It's I'm not livable. Even, yeah. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not sitting here like anxious like, Justin's coming home. I need to. That's not even happening. I'm just like cleaning up little things along the way or just. You know, I, because I, I do want to live in a nice space too. And I told Justin, I think I'm growing up a little bit because I do, I, I do want to be a little bit better. But it is a process, and I think before when you were grumpy, the pressure was there to just be an A plus person immediately. Whereas now, I feel like okay, I can work my way up, and it's appreciated, and it's fine, and you're not going to stress me out about it. And you haven't been, you haven't been stressing me out about it, and the house is better. It is work through. See, you never would have thought. Yeah. Meet me in the source. A horrible human being. You're not a horrible human being. <laughs> it does feel better. I am less stressed yeah. internally, which then makes me a more positive person to be around. Yeah. And then that is contagious. So you're happier, do you think? I, I don't know if I necessarily say I'm happier. I'm sustaining. You're sustaining. But I don't say that in, in a negative but way. But you don't like, feel like I'm you're unhappy. putting on a show either, right? No. You're I'm just, just chilling. You're chilling. Yeah. yeah I'm, 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 I'm just right there riding the middle wave, and I'll have my peaks. But I haven't had a lot of lows, yeah. so it's like I'm on my I'm on my my steady wave, and then I'll come up and then just just rock. Yeah, I mean, there's a right noticeable now, difference chilling. in the household. Like I'm a happier person, I, everything's fine. I, I, do don't you feel like I'm doing well? You are. Yeah, we're interacting on a <laughs> on a nice wavelength. The dogs are fine. It's good. If you guys haven't checked out our most recent Blavity episode, it just dropped on Friday. Make sure you guys head over to our Instagram page right now, Love Jay's Official, and you will see the link still in the bio. This week we talked about friendships and how they interfere or coexist with yeah, relationships. Or even change. Not, they don't interfere. Not inter- that's a, that, that was a poor choice of words. I want yeah. The importance of friendships and relationships being on the same wavelength and having the right people in your life to make sure both your friendships are solid as well as your relationships friendships are it's funny because i've read a couple articles on like uh, how friendships can be more difficult than relationships and they are relationships in their own right and it it does it it takes a special mix for a friendship to work just like it does for a relationship to work and i made a comment in in this week's episode with blavity about a 20-year friendship unfortunately just that didn't really survive and it wasn't i wanted to clarify so this goes back to having something on somebody else's platform it's not that i got married and didn't want to be friends anymore it was not anything like that and i can't and i don't want to actually share exactly what happened because i my my you know the, the the person doesn't have their own platform to defend themselves. And I think that that is, uh, that would be rude, but it wasn't, it's just that everything kind of came to a head during the wedding time. And we had discussed before anything else went down, maybe we needed a breather. 
And and this friendship specifically, we have had plenty of times where we've taken a quote unquote breather. But it's just that I realized that we weren't in a healthy relationship or a healthy friendship. And because of that, it, that's why I ultimately had to let it go. Now, do I think that I went about it the right way? No. Um, I, the thing is, I it's hard to know how to handle situations like that. And this is the thing with being an adult and embracing your imperfections. It doesn't mean that you're completely unapologetic. I am apologetic, but also I can't go back and you know fix things. I do recognize why the friendship ended and I don't think there's really anything I could have personally done looking back. I, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't think that there's anything I could have personally done during that period of time that would have fixed it. But I do think that I could have gone about, well, I never really even, we, we didn't officially end it, but I could have gone about, I didn't need to, I, I essentially ghosted a friend, which I think is, that was rude. Uh, that could have been handled better. But anyway, I just wanted to say, because somebody mentioned in the comments that, you know, they couldn't speak about a, a, a friendship of 20 years ending uh, so casually. And I and it wasn't casual for me. And Justin can attest to, like, I was in mourning for a long time because it is. It's like, it's a relationship. It hurts. It's not It's not a, a easy transition to go through. And I'm still going through it. You know, there are times where I think, oh, I'm going to pick up the phone. And, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. that's And not because I feel like, oh, I can't. But because you want to respect even the shred of, you know, what you used to have. And out of respect for that person, like, it would be rude for me to be like, hi, you know, I'm just thinking about you or I'm missing you or whatever. Even though, you know, the, there was no love lost on my end, at least, and hopefully not on hers either. But it was just, it, it's been, it's been an adjustment and it's not fun. And I think more people should talk about friendship breakups because they hurt. And I asked Justin, Justin, you had a friendship breakup when we were in college. Yes, it was a good friend of mine that we were really close in high school. And then in college, he went on to go play football and just went ghost out of nowhere. We used yeah. to kick it tough in high school, talked all the time and, and essentially just became brand new. And I didn't right. know how to respond to that. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. what is, what's happening? And I tried to reach out and no response. Tried to reach out, no response. He's like, oh, I'm going to come to one of your games. Wouldn't show up. And I went back and forth for a smooth two or three years. Right. Like, I'm not understanding what's going on. Like, we were really cool. And we never had a conversation similar to, to, right. to what you were saying. Which is hard because I'm the, I'm the one who – I mean, I guess she could have had a conversation too. I mean, really, there's equal, e equal, equal. Yeah, people. both parties are are have the ability to, but I do feel like it's my fault. Yeah, I mean, there's joint responsibility. In this one, I wouldn't say I was not at fault at all. No, <laughs> you I were was, you were open. And yeah, I was just okay. I don't I don't understand what's happening. And then essentially, you know, two to three years went by, and I had to make a decision. It's like okay, this friendship does not exist anymore, and it was not a fun decision to come to. But at that point, I was just like, okay, cool cold turkey and and we've probably spoke i can count on one hand how many times we've spoken in the last seven eight years yeah and, and he randomly texted me a few months ago a picture of something with a comment and then i was haha and i responded back asked a question and didn't respond and i just laughed it's like all right well you know there it is so it, it it's it, it is definitely interesting but too with friendships especially when you're younger and in your case a lot of times our friendships are based out of friendships of circumstance right where 
either your parents or close friends and then automatically because you guys are kids, right. you hang out with each other. You guys went to the same middle school. You go to the same high school. You don't necessarily have commonalities as people, yeah. but because you're in the same circle, you're constantly around each other, you develop a friendship. Yeah. And then you become older and you start to develop your own individual ideas, thoughts, practices, beliefs, and you realize that your friends, your friends don't align with who you are becoming right. as an adult. So it's a natural transition that happens. You know, fortunately, a lot of my friends that I made in high school and college still remain intact. I would say in college I had more of an identity of who I was, and that's why those friendships remained. Yeah. But in high school there was still a lot of development, and now my life has changed drastically. I won't say drastically, but who I am as a person, how much I've grown, has changed in the last 10 years since we left high school. So to go back, and it's it's very different. And it's a, it's a cycle of, of life that, isn't very fun, but it's a reality no, it's too. it's not fun. You know, I used to, I don't want to say I used to pride myself, but I used to, I used to be okay with my ability <laughs> to exit out of friendships. Like, you know what, this isn't going to, and I could see like, ah, this isn't really a good situation for me. But this one, I was not, I mean, I took no joy in it, none. And, and the only reason why I walked away is because I don't think she would have. Um, which it, I mean sounds bad, but I because I could see the toxicity of it for both of us. I, and and being out of it, I saw areas where I wasn't as good of a friend that I should have been as I should have been. Which is hard, you know. It's hard to look at yourself and be like, "Yeah, you you messed up there." That's not a good. No, it's feeling. not fun. And I was yeah. gonna challenge your earlier point when you said there's nothing that you could have done, and I was just wanted to scream bullshit because that's definitely not the case. No, yeah, no, okay, <laughs> yes. Hindsight wise, yes, there's something I could have done. Hundred percent. Well, a friendship is a two way street. You yeah, can't, you can't at all sit up here and say there's nothing you could have done differently. That's a bold faced lie. And I'm not even gonna allow you to get away with it. Okay, let me put it this way: I, for what I was capable capable of at the time, there's nothing that I could have done. Gotcha. Now, if I could go back and say like, "Oh, okay, you should probably handle this like this," or "You should talk about this like this," whatever, then absolutely. But but at the time, for what I was capable of as a person, I would still challenge that. Definitely, there was a decision that. Both of you guys probably didn't want to change. You could have done something, but you guys both made a well, conscious decision. Well, and that was the other issue to. too. I think we both ultimately were having a hard time with who we were settling in to be. So the, yes, there were changes that I could have made, but they would not have been true to who I am as a okay. person. And same with her. And it, when we did, we did have a conversation, and a lot of the the issues that we had with each other were so similar. That was the hard part: is that we were having the same issue with each other, but couldn't figure out a way to fix it. You would think that the empathy would completely be there. Yeah, and it just wasn't. No, because you know you get so caught up in your side of things. And, you know, and I admit that when things were really at a head, I was, I was caught up in me. I was like, hey, <laughs> I need you to be this person for me. And at the same exact time, she was like, I need you to be this person for me. And we both could not be those people. And unfortunately, it happened to be during a crucial time. And like I said, this wasn't the only time our relationship came to a head, but it was a crucial enough time that made me kind of stop and go, wait what are we doing? Why do we keep doing this? And I, and I, and it did ultimately, I came to the conclusion that I'm tired of hurting this person. And this person was hurting me too, not on purpose. Neither one of us were purposely hurting each other 
at all. <laughs> but and we loved each other dearly. It wasn't it wasn't a situation where yeah, no one was maliciously doing anything. It just it just I don't know, it just happened. It's really hard to talk about this so cryptically. Um, but it, it just I I wanted to bring it up because I don't want anyone for a second to think that I'm just somebody who's like, "Oh, 20 years of friendship. Bye." Like that's 100% not how I feel. Do you think you will ever reach out to this person and have a reconciliation of sorts? I hope so, but I don't know when it would be. I personally need to be ready to, I'm ready to assume responsibility, but I need to be in a place where I would be okay with that person assuming responsibility. Okay. And I can't confidently say that I am there. Um, I don't want to go, I need to be able to go into a situation with my defenses down and I. And you still have your defenses up. I think that I would, even th- even though I'm ready to assume responsibility for what I've done to contribute to the demise of the friendship, uh, I would not be okay if I, you know, I'm stating my, ca- you know, assuming responsibility and stating my case and they're like, well, not my problem. I would have an issue with that. And that's, I mean, because she's a compassionate person too. I, I don't, I don't know how she'd react, but I'm not prepared for any reaction. You're not prepared for either response. <laughs> right. You need to go in there and say, okay, however this goes, however you respond. It's fine. It's yeah. fine by me. Yeah. Because I, you know, I do think that you do have to take care of yourself. You have to know yourself. And sometimes knowing yourself doesn't mean being able to change that immediately. It just means you know it about yourself and you're working on it, but it doesn't mean like you got to do a 180 immediately. So I know that I, and I don't want to go backwards. I don't need to backslide. Yep. So, and I always say that there's very few people in this world that can genuinely affect me on a deep emotional level. And she is one of those people. And I don't, I don't take emotional trauma very well. None of us do, <laughs> but I, I really just don't. And I'm spiraling out of control. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, and that's the thing. Is you have to protect yourself from spiraling. You're one of those people, my parents, obviously. My brother, my brother once left on Christmas Day. You know, he came over and he left and he didn't say bye to me. I started bawling. Do you remember? You, you weren't there for that one. I don't one. think I was, but you told me that story. I was bawling. He didn't even say bye. Like, that's, I mean, emotionally, <laughs> just, that's, I don't need that in my life. So, this is a great topic. <laughs> it's not fun to talk about, but actually, I'd really love to hear your stories of friendship breakups because I do think it's, it's such a chord for so many people. I don't think that a lot of people talk about it. It's just kind of something you put your head down and get over. But it did affect me deeply for a long time. And it still does. I, I still think about it. It still hurts. It's still a wound. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to have a community over whether you're somebody who stopped talking to somebody or somebody who your friend stopped talking to you without any explanation. I'd, I'd like to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And, of course, share it with your friends. And let's keep the conversation going online. If you head over to our website, lovejays.com, you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. And if you have not subscribed to our newsletter as well, make sure you do that too. You can also find that on our website, lovejays.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.